Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Tonight. How you can attend a local high school athletic event is changing in Montgomery County. I'm Kate Ryan. After the Washington Monument was splattered with red paint. There's virtually no no evidence of it. I'm John Doman. Why doesn't the NFL have more black head coaches? We'll discuss the results of a Washington Post investigation. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A federal appeals court gives the Justice Department the go-ahead to continue its criminal investigation into documents marked classified and seized from Mar-a-Lago. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The three-judge appellate panel says District Court Judge Eileen Cannon was wrong to say prosecutors can't continue their criminal investigation with respect to documents marked classified until after the special master completes his privilege review. The 11th Circuit panel says it sees no reason why Donald Trump would have any interest in or need for the roughly 100 documents marked classified. And the judges pointedly say there's no evidence any of the records were declassified. New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing former President Trump and three of his children, accusing them of fraud in their business dealings. CBS's Robert Costa with more. Trump's lawyers said today that James, a Democrat running for re-election, is, quote, solely focused on advancing her political agenda. But there has long been skepticism about Trump's wealth. In 2015, he told me he was worth $9 billion, but Forbes pegged his net worth at only around $4 billion. President Biden addresses the U.N. General Assembly calling out Russian President Putin for his war against Ukraine and his new threats. President Putin has made overt nuclear threats against Europe and a reckless disregard for the responsibilities of the non-proliferation regime. Vladimir Putin has ordered a partial military call-up, sparking protests. For the third time in a row, the Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark rate three-quarters of a percentage point. It's an attempt to fight inflation. CBS's Carter Evans reports that food inflation is hitting lower-income people disproportionately. For meat, poultry, fish, and eggs, discounters raise prices at a higher rate compared to many other grocers. The same for dairy products. We dug into the receipts and tracked milk prices prices at a single dollar general store in Texas. Over a year, the price shot up 20 percent. The American Association for Cancer Research has released the 12th edition of its annual Cancer Progress Report. CBS's Jim Crisula. Among other things, the report says more people than ever are living longer and fuller lives after a cancer diagnosis, with more than 18 million people with a history of cancer living in the U.S. at the start of this year. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has approved eight new anti-cancer therapeutics in the past year. A small hamlet in the Missouri Ozarks is in the middle of everything, especially today for tiny Wright County, Missouri. Dignitaries from the nation's capital unveiled a marker designating a spot in the country as the center of the population in the U.S. The nation's population center is calculated every 10 years after the once-a-decade census. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 11.03 on Wednesday evening, September 21st, 2022. 75 degrees, lows in the low 70s tonight. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. New this evening, Friday night lights will go on in Montgomery County, but...
There will be new rules for spectators after a brawl at the Gaithersburg High School football game last week. No backpacks, no gathering in large groups during high school football games in Montgomery County. And students from schools not playing in the game they're attending will have to be with an adult chaperone. Why? Director of Athletics for Montgomery County Schools, Jeffrey Sullivan. The students that have been participating in actions that are in direct conflict with our raised core values have been from schools that are not the two schools playing on that night. Now that's the closest that school officials in Montgomery County have come to explaining what caused the fights at a game between Northwest and Gaithersburg football teams Friday night. The football operations at both schools remain suspended for now. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Meanwhile, in Virginia, there's new data detailing the number of student arrests on school grounds in Alexandria. That report showing more Alexandria middle and high school students were arrested during the second semester of last school year compared to the first. 26 students were arrested between January and June of this year, up from 20 arrests between August and December of last year. The school safety data will be presented to the school board tomorrow. Alexandria emphasized safety when the current school year started, requiring middle and high school kids to carry student IDs and adding more security guards. There were concerns that damage done to the Washington Monument last night might be might have taken weeks to clean up and remove. But today, the red paint that was splattered along the monument's base is almost completely gone. There was lots of reasons to be concerned. Marble is a, a much more porous stone than, say, say granite. But in this case, National Park Service spokesman Mike Litterist says... We're really thrilled at, uh, at how quickly this got cleaned. In 2013, the green paint splattered on the Lincoln Memorial didn't come up so easily. That was the better part of two weeks before, before they were able to get it all out. Crews will give this one more touch-up in the morning just to be sure. But looking at it now... There's virtually no, no evidence of it left. John Dome in WTOP News. The man accused of vandalizing the monument, 44-year-old Sean Deaton of Bloomington, Indiana, is charged with trespassing, tampering, and vandalism. And there was more vandalism this week at another mall memorial, a wreath that had been laid at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, along with a name directory there, were burned. In a post on Facebook, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund says it's working with the appropriate authorities on the crime and the name directory will be replaced as soon as possible. They were attacks that sent fear through homeless communities in both D.C. and New York. And now the D.C. man accused of killing two homeless men and wounding three others back in March has been indicted by a grand jury. A D.C. grand jury has handed down a 17-count indictment among the charges first-degree murder while armed and assault with intent to kill while armed. This comes after Gerald Brevard III was accused in March of attacks on five homeless men. The attacks happening in D.C. and New York City. The indictment only covers the three attacks that happened in the district, including the murder of 54-year-old Morgan Holmes, who was found shot and stabbed to death in a burning tent on New York Avenue. The grand jury also alleges the attacks were bias-related hate crimes because the victims were homeless. Brevard will be arraigned on the new charges next month. If convicted, he could spend the rest of his life in prison. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, almost 20 years after the Rooney rule, why aren't there more black NFL coaches? We'll talk with a Washington Post reporter about the Post's new series on this subject, 1107. And now, from our Small Business September series, here's Tara Palacios, director of BizLaunch, a division of Arlington Economic Development. It really is about letting the business owners know what is available to them that 
could help their business grow and thrive. No matter what the economic situation may be, there are always opportunities. There's always different resources available. To hear this interview in its entirety, go to WTOP.com and search Small Business September. Whether you're migrating to the cloud, from the cloud, or between clouds, protecting your data and ensuring business continuity are critical priorities. Veritas can help you build a unified multi-cloud strategy with resiliency at its core to help ensure strategic and mission-critical decisions. Our enterprise data services platform is designed to give government agencies the confidence and control to transform, protect, and optimize your multi-cloud. Visit veritas.com forward slash government for more information. 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Ian Crawford in the traffic center. We start in 66, Michelle, on both directions. On 66 between uh, Route 50 at Fair Oaks, exit 57, and Route 123, exit 60. Got a single lane getting by in each direction. That really is the big fly in the ointment right now on 66. Other work zones causing a little bit of pain. Eastbounders, you'll find the work after 29 Gainesville. Heading toward the Prince William Parkway, two left lanes getting by there. And then between 29 Centerville, and the Fairfax County Parkway, that'll be one to the right to get by. Keeping a very wary eye on 66 between the Beltway and about Nutley Street. Lots of people set up over on the west side, at least on the shoulder, but no cones have dropped into the roadway just yet. On 395, watch for work northbound near Duke Street. That'll be a right lane blocked there. 95, you've got work before and after Route 17 at Falmouth, exit 133, that'll be blocking your left lane southbounders. You've got additional work after the Center Park Parkway, and that'll be one to the left to get by there in Maryland. On the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway, a little bit easier to negotiate our work zone from about 355 all the way up the hill to Georgia Avenue. It's two to the left to get by. Again, a lot easier to get around now than it was before. On the inner loop in Virginia, between Eisenhower Avenue and Van Dorn Street, Two left lanes by that work zone, and then on the interloop before and after Georgetown Pike. That also, two to the left to get by. Protect your home from the invisible destroyer, termites. Call Home Paramount Pest Control for a free inspection, 888-888-HOME or HomeParamount.com. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Steneford. Partly cloudy skies tonight. It's going to be mild. Lows will be in the 60 suburbs, lower 70s, closer into the district. Strong cold front comes our way on Thursday. Intervals of cloud cover and sunshine is going to turn rather windy. Widely scattered showers developing with that front. Could be a couple of afternoon thunderstorms at our highs in the lower 80s. Sunny, breezy, much cooler behind the front on Friday. Highs only in the mid to upper 60s. Sunny and pleasant on Saturday. Highs low to mid 70s. A late day shower on Sunday. Highs will be in the upper 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. 75 in Hyattsville now. 70 in Fredericksburg. 75 in Easton. Lows in the low 70s tonight. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1111. The article is entitled Blackout, How the NFL Blocks Black Coaches. The bottom line, two decades after the Rooney Rule that was supposed to lead to more black coaches being hired in the NFL, they're still being denied the top jobs. This in a league where 60% of the players are black. The investigation by The Post finding that there were numerous paths for white coaches to get the top spot, but not so for black coaches. Washington Post sports enterprise reporter Michael Lee joined Ardell Walters to discuss The Post's findings. I think for some people, it's sort of status quo, like it's uh, not something you're conscious of or something you're aware of. I think that um, one of the things that we're going to examine throughout the course of this entire series 
is the biases that sort of lead to a lot of decisions that are made. I think one of the things we focused on is that this is a copycat league. And in recent years, owners have tried to find the, the latest young offensive guru to sort of, you know, lead their franchise. Uh, you see the success of Sean McVay and, you know, the owners just want to copy that. And in the process of trying to find the next Sean McVay lookalike, you're not going to find a black person to fill that role. But the one thing that we really try to focus on is that obviously this year with Brian Flores suing the NFL, this is sort of a, a monumental kind of moment, you know, where now the league is put on alert and everyone is sort of has to pay attention to what's been going on for a long time. You know, from our conversations and my conversations with a lot of coaches, the morale among black coaches is probably the lowest that it's been. You got to think back 20 years to the establishment of the Rooney Rule. Herman Edwards was the only black coach for a stretch. And uh, Johnny Cochran and Cyrus Merrill were prepared to sue the NFL because there was only one black coach. But let me and ask you this, they, they because you, you mentioned yeah. Brian Flores. And with Brian Flores, you had a coach that took a team that was losing, the Miami Dolphins, and he turned them into a winning team, and he still lost his job. Yeah, because he wasn't playing along with the plan to tank and uh, and try to lose games. Uh, he, he actually did what the owner didn't want to do, which was have some success. Uh, so uh, it was an unusual situation. But the weird thing about Brian Flores' situation, too, is that he was given, you know, three seasons. And, you know, before this year, the previous five black coaches who were hired, three of them were only given two years or fewer. David Culley was given one year. Steve Wilkes was given one year. And Vance Joseph was given two years. So when you look at the opportunities that black coaches are given, it's not even like they have an opportunity to build anything or have any success. So you're taking over rebuilding situations, teams where you're trying to draft the number one pick or, you know, and then you lose and you're basically just there as a place filler. Yeah. That's what's been happening over the last decade. That is Washington Post sports enterprise reporter Michael Lee. Coming up right here on WTOP, Jimmy G to the commanders. It reportedly almost happened. 1113. Need new appliances? Be sure to get to Bray and Scarf for our incredible one-day sale. This Saturday only, September 24th. Get amazing appliance savings in-store and online with next day and two-day delivery on in-stock bestsellers. Buy more, save more on select GE Profile and Cafe packages with exclusive double rebates. Plus, free basic installation on select monogram appliances. Bray and Scarf is the area's number one local and independent appliance retailer. That means number one savings and number one service. We give you the absolute lowest prices with our best price guarantee and factory trained appliance experts ready to answer all your questions and give you the personal attention you deserve. Shop local and save now during the Bray and Scarf one day appliance sale. This Saturday only, September 24th. Visit any of Bray and Scarf's convenient locations or shop online at BrayandScarf.com, where it doesn't cost more to get more. Hey, it's Jack Taylor. You've heard me talking about the new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. They're inviting you to join them at the Lakewood Country Club Ballroom in Rockville on September 29th for a free author presentation, book signing, and luncheon featuring Steve Gillen, New York Times best-selling author of The Pact, Bill Clinton, Newt Gingrich, and the rivalry that defined a generation, and America's Reluctant Prince, The Life of John F. Kennedy Jr. Space is limited. Be sure to register today at lifeofthecarnegie.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Rob Woodfork. All right, late game for the Washington Spirit tonight. They are out in Los Angeles in a scoreless game with Angel City FC. That one in the 34th minute. And in the other football, a fun game of what if. The San Francisco 49ers reportedly believe they had a deal in place with the Washington Commanders that would have sent Jimmy Garoppolo to D.C., his surgically repaired throwing shoulder, though, took longer than expected to heal. The commanders moved on to Carson Wentz. The rest is history, and it basically saves the Niners' season in the wake of the Trey Lance injury from last week. Wentz, on the other hand, Washington's first passer to throw for seven touchdowns in his first two games. It's been fun. Obviously, last week, the way we started was pretty bad, but uh, I do think just the way we, we can attack, we, I think we've shown we're capable of being an explosive offense with, with the way we can spread the ball around, create mismatches. We've got a lot of speed, a lot of playmakers that make my life easier. Wes Schweitzer's return to the offensive line would also make his life easier. The projected starting center, full go at practice today, as was Jonathan Allen and Cam Curl, and they could use them on that sagging defense. The Nationals 3-2 win over the Braves, the latest chapter in the growing legend of Joey Manessis, the 30-year-old rookie's 420-foot home run, held as the game winner to avoid a sweep in Atlanta. He's now got 10 homers and 25 RBI in just 43 games. Extrapolate that to a full season, Dave Martinez. That's like... 37 homers and 94 RBI. That won't put any numbers on him, but this guy could hit. He's starting to understand what balls he really does hit hard, and he stays in the middle of the field for the most part. So he has good at-bats. You know, I love watching him hit because he puts together some good at-bats. The Orioles avoided the first-ever season sweep at the hands of the Detroit Tigers. They laid an 8-1 beatdown in Jordan Lyle's first complete game in nearly a decade. They're now just four and a half games uh, out of the last American League wildcard spots. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. There will be new security rules for Friday night high school football games in Montgomery County following a big brawl last Friday between Gaithersburg High and Northwest High. Victory for the Justice Department as a federal appeals panel lifts a judge's hold on the DOJ's ability to use classified records seized from former President Donald Trump's Florida estate in its ongoing criminal investigation. And attorneys for Virginia Thomas say the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas will sit for a voluntary interview with the House Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection to clear up any misconceptions about her work relating to the 2020 election. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. A Fairfax County public school employee is under arrest and on administrative leave, charged with assaulting a special needs student. Fairfax County police say it happened at Dogwood Elementary School in Reston. Two teachers walked into a room and saw a 60-year-old instructional assistant Mark McDicken assaulting a student. He's charged with assault. In an email, Principal Kate Beckner told the school community the primary responsibility for anyone in education is the safety and well-being of children and when that trust appears to be broken and affects everyone. Police say McDicken's been at Dogwood Elementary for 10 years and they're asking anyone with information to call them. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP no. Traffic and weather on the eights. Here's Ian Crawford. And right back to Virginia and keeping an eye on this work zone that may be getting ready to set up on 66 coming off the Capitol Beltway westbound toward Nutley Street. All the activity over on the side of the roadway. And maybe we have some cones in the roadway now as I get an updated image. We, yeah, it looks like they may have blocked off the right side of the roadway. 
on 66 westbound coming off the Capitol Beltway heading toward Nutley Street. Does not appear. Uh, checking that maybe we are stopped eastbound as well as they set some cones up as well as they get a better look at this. We may be stopped eastbound after Nutley heading toward the Capitol Beltway as they do, I believe, overhead work. And Gallows Road. On the rest of 66, another fly in the ointment is going to be both directions on 66 between Fair Oaks, exit 57 for Route 50, and Route 123, exit 60, a single lane getting by in each direction. On the Capitol Beltway, before and after Georgetown Pike, the inner loop is down to two left lanes. Also on the inner loop in Virginia, we've got the work between Eisenhower Avenue and Van Dorn Street. That's also to the left to get by. Outer loop ramp to go west on 66. Single right getting by. That would feed you right into this traffic pattern that appears to have set up after the Capitol Beltway heading toward Nutley Street on 66 westbound. In Maryland, on the inner loop of the Beltway, much easier to negotiate our work zone going through the roller coaster after 355, passing Connecticut Avenue and climbing the hill toward Georgia Avenue. Two left lanes getting by. 95, no reported delays. BW Parkway is likewise quiet. District travel, DC 295, sluggish after Benning Road. There's a work zone. It'll carry you to Burroughs Avenue, and that'll be a single right lane to get by. Marlowe Furniture Spectacular 72-hour power sale is going on this Saturday, this Friday through Sunday, I should say, with power prices on Marlowe's best mattresses, including Nectar, and Tempur-Pedic this weekend at Marlowe Furniture. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Now Mike Steneford with your forecast. Partly cloudy skies and mild tonight. Lows will be in the 60s to lower 70s. Partly sunny on Thursday. The wind's going to pick up and we're going to see some widely scattered showers. A risk of some afternoon storms. Highs will be in the low 80s. Sunny, breezy, much cooler on Friday. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. Sunny and pleasant on Saturday with a high in the low to mid 70s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Steneford. 75 degrees outside the WTOP studios now. Lows in the low 70s. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, why a local school board is being sued. 11:21. And now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. If you're running your own business, do you know what it's worth? 98% of small business owners surveyed by M&T Bank don't, and they should for many reasons. Accessing capital among them, there are three credentialing bodies that can place a value on your company. The American Institute of Certified Public Accountants, the American Society of Appraisers, and the National Association of Certified Valuators. Important to know if you plan on selling your business or if an unsolicited solicited buyer comes calling. I'm Jeff Clable. At the UPS store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need printing, we'll be the printing store. I need help printing brochures. My at-home printer became self-aware. Of course, the UPS store can print. Wait, you said self-aware? Yeah, one day it was saying it was low on ink, and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world. Weird. Well, whatever you need, we've got you covered. The UPS store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services. The UPS store, be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services Pricing and hours may vary. See center for details. 1122. High five. Good job. You finished the book. I was 20 weeks pregnant when I found out I had colon cancer and had to have surgery. The doctors at GW Hospital were able to treat my cancer and help me deliver a healthy baby girl. My care at GW Hospital was excellent. I felt prioritized. Thank you for saving my life and allowing me to be a mother to my daughter. From routine care to life-saving emergencies, we're here for you. The George Washington University Hospital. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. The executive order on cybersecurity is a big step towards securing our nation through zero trust. It starts with identity, and Okta leads the way with a modern FedRAMP authorized identity cloud that supports NIST, CISA, and other zero trust standards.
Okta centralizes identity and access, delivers strong multi-factor authentication, and integrates all your technologies with a vendor-neutral approach. Learn more at okta.com forward slash fedzerotrust. That's O-K-T-A dot com slash fedzerotrust. This is WTOP News. 11:23. The Fairfax County School Board and the Virginia Department of Education are facing a class action lawsuit accusing them of violating the rights of disabled students. DC IST reports the suit says students and families were denied fair and impartial hearings to raise concerns about specialized education plans as required by federal law. A Freedom of Information Act investigation found that in Northern Virginia over the past 10 years, 83% of hearing officers never ruled in favor of the student or family. Statewide over the last 20 years, about two-thirds of hearing officers had not found in favor of students. Lawyers for the plaintiffs say the data reveals that Virginia's due process hearing system is dramatically biased against the parents of disabled children. Marriott International held a grand opening this week for its new global headquarters. It's a 21-story building, and it's part of the changing landscape in downtown Bethesda. The towering new office buildings along Wisconsin Avenue catch the eye, but Jeff Burton, executive director of Bethesda Urban Partnership, says residential building construction is where most of the action is. Most of the development has been residential, either apartments or condos, over top of retail on the ground floor. Thousands of apartments and condominiums have been added the past five years, and Burton says there are thousands more planned in 20 construction projects. Bethesda will be markedly different in five years when a majority of that development has completed. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 1125, Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A warning from Fed Chair Jerome Powell that the fight against inflation would not be without pain sent stocks sharply lower. The Fed raised interest rates by another three-quarters percent. The Dow Industrials plunged 522, the S&P lost 66, the Nasdaq fell 205. For the first time in over three months, gasoline prices are edging higher. AAA's national average for unleaded regular rose less than a penny overnight, ending 98 days of declines. Mortgage rates continue to climb, responding to the Fed's efforts to reduce inflation. The Mortgage Bankers Association says the average rate for 30-year fixed-rate loans rose last week to the highest level since 2008, 6.25 percent. United Airlines workers in London have begun voting on a possible strike in a dispute over pay. A walkout could disrupt up to 18 flights a day. Voting runs through October 11th. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian stocks are following the lead of Wall Street. The Nikkei is down almost 1% right now. Coming up after traffic and weather, a federal appeals court today allowing the Justice Department to resume its criminal investigation into those documents that were seized from former President Trump's Florida estate. It's 1126. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Uh, where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veraheal. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.